Yeah, absolutely. The most successful people I know generally had one thing that they focused on and they became experts at it and better at it than anybody else. And they grew and scaled that. And that's the biggest thing I help people with and advise people is, you know, look, if you've got something working for you, double down, triple down, quadruple down on that and forget the rest of it. And, you know, especially with cryptocurrencies these days, I had a guy reach out to me the other day. He was a builder developer, had made, you know, a nice little sum of money. He's, you know, in his fifties now, I'm 50, 54 now. I think he's like 53 or something and decided to stop building. And he took his money last year and invested it all in Bitcoin right at the peak. And then, you know, Bitcoin tanked and he sold off right at the bottom. Now he's got very little left and he's got a family to take care of still. And, you know, he's like, you know, what do I do? And I said, well, go back to what made you the money to begin with. But, you know, you did it once, you can do it again. So a lot of times people take their eye off the ball and, and you know, there's nothing wrong with investing surplus cash, but you need to make sure it's surplus cash and not all of your cash, you know? And, and if you're gonna invest in something like cryptocurrencies or the stock markets or things like that, you need to really know what you're doing or you need to find somebody to manage those investments that know what they're doing because especially crypto markets are extremely volatile. And, you know, he watched his entire net worth that it took him 10 years to build evaporate in about three months. So everybody needs to find their sweet spot. So I think that worked well for you. And, you know, that's what you know. It's what's done well for you. So you're very smart and sticking to that. And if you want to invest in those other areas, then you take that disposable cash that you can afford to lose. And then you invest in those areas if that's what you want to do. Um, now, on the flip side, I know people that got into Bitcoin early and a couple of them are billionaires now just because yeah. they bought it at $100 and it went up. They didn't have to do anything, but it also goes down. And we don't know that it'll stay up forever. I mean, that it looks like it should, but we don't know that it will. Um, Real estate, we do know that no matter what the economy does, people need a place to live and they're going to pay rent. So there's some surety there. My strategy was a little different. I'm a trader. I'm a developer. So I like to build and sell. I like to buy, develop, you know, carve up and sell. I like to compound cash and use the same strategy and philosophy yours are using with houses. I use with cash. So my whole strategy was to grow, 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 and then compound that cash and use the velocity of the cash because I'm not wired in a way that I want to deal with owning a lot of properties and managing and having, you know, I just don't want that risk that, you know, there's risk and there's all that with it. I just didn't want that. I wanted the cash because in my career, you know, whoever had the cash made the rules and I take advantage of opportunities when they come along. So I'm opportunistic. That's been my strategy and that's worked well with me. And I know a lot of people like you that, uh, you know, the single family house strategies work extremely well. I know people with, you know, thousands of homes that they've done what you've done and they built them up and, you know, one group just exited a bunch of them in, uh, you know, an area not too far from me, 135 properties they accumulated uh, over about 20 years. And I, I don't know, maybe they spent 10 million accumulating them over 20 years. They just exited for over 100 million. So, right. you know, it, it all depends on the individual and what it is that they want to do in their strategy. The key, though, is focus. The biggest issue I get with a lot of entrepreneurs is there's a curse of entrepreneurship. You want to do you know, the next thing and you've got all these ideas and this energy and you can be a little ADD, but the most successful people are the ones that can focus on something, find that vehicle, what I talk about, you know, you need the right information applied to the right vehicle at the right time and then get after it and don't lose your focus and stay with it and, you know, build that nest egg. And then, you know, once you have that cash flow like you do and you want to diversify, that's fine, but make sure you know what you're diversifying into. You know, so that's Monopoly, right? The little green houses for the big red hotel or Correct. big red apartment building. Right. Um, today's world of multifamily is cap rates are compressed, meaning 
these properties are trading at levels we've never seen. You know, we are in a hyper bubble, uh, you know, all across the spectrum in all assets, you know, markets, commodities. I mean, you're seeing record high prices across the board for anything and multifamily is no different. Maybe some commercial like office and retail, you can't give that away in some areas, you know, because of the pandemic and what's happened. But as far as multifamily goes, the game has changed. It used to be you could buy a property, you know, uh, renovate it, increase rents, cap rates, uh, that increases the income, which is increases the value and it still works. The sure. problem is, is that as interest rates have dropped, values have increased just like in housing. So it's sort of kind of a wash in that regard, even though these things are trading at record levels, interest rates are, you know, record lows. You can borrow 3% money to buy these big multifamily buildings. You can raise the down payment from investors. So it's easy from that standpoint, you don't need a lot of money, you know, and things like that, but you do need to know what you're doing. You do need to be able to raise capital. You have to be an expert at the space, but there's not a lot of cash flow in these deals right now. Where the upside is, is it's a fee-based business. So you have investors that you're um, generating return for. So as a sponsor of a multifamily deal, let's say it's a $10 million deal and it's trading at a you know, three cap, that means that you know, my net operating income out of that deal is about $300,000 a year you know, at the end of the day um, for, that, for that property. Uh, so that's not a lot of income coming in you know, at the end of the day. You know, to, and that's uh, just the NOI. That's the NOI. So yeah, did I do that right? What's 10 million times 3%? 10 million times, uh, well, 1 million is going to be 30,000. So times 10. Yeah. So 300,000. Okay. Yep. So that's the net operating income after all expenses. So right now, right. a $10 million apartment building, fully operational, occupied and all that. A cap right. rate generally represents a, you know, fully operational um, property. Yeah. Net operating income is going to be about $300,000. So with that, you have to return your investment you know, preferred return equity to your investors and you have to be able to pay the debt service. Right. Um, so there's not a lot of room there. And, yeah. you know, so what you're going to see is, um, you know, with these multifamily buildings, there might be an acquisition fee you can earn um, and there'll be a dis disposition fee if you refinance or sell, uh, but there's no cash flow along the way. They break even, they might have a little bit of cash flow. So the idea is you can raise rent you'll generate a little bit of cash flow, increases the income so that you can have an exit. But with your strategy, if you're patient, you don't need cash flow. I mean, you can buy these things and let them pay themselves off and you can own an apartment building free and clear in 20 years. And you can right. collect and apartment buildings the same way you've collected houses. You know, it's, but it's you're not gonna have that 40 or 50,000 a month, you know, along the way, because the spread's right. just not there. And by the way, those low interest rates are short-term interest only. So that's right. not long-term amortized debt. Right. So you're taking right. a risk there. Yeah.